What's going on, man? Oh, not too much, man. Um, just doing the work grind thing. Are you crushing it? Yeah, I am. Um, just getting that that contract that I mentioned the other day, that really good little Renault, just getting that into our building program. So just trying to be really proactive and get all the work orders done, um, get all the supplies up to date, um, just so I'm not scrambling when that job starts so what about yourself you just about be ready to pop wouldn't you guys couple weeks man not long hey yeah we had um my brother-in-law so claire's brother they had their little girl today no way yeah so that's exciting man yeah it's the first girl in the family really i like out of grandkids i think there's like four boys and this is the first little girl so she's going to be spoiled that's cool, man. Yeah. Super cool. Um, by the way, bro, I'm pumped to have you on here. This yeah, is no, well, I'm, I'm, like, yeah, long I'm overdue. I was, yeah, really. Look, I didn't know sort of which way this would go, but I'm really looking forward to having a good chat with you. 100%, man. Well, there's a lot to cover. Yeah. Um, a lot. Yeah. Go on. What were you going to say? Oh, no. I was just going to say, you'll have to forgive me if I get emotional or whatever. Like, my ride's been, my story's been pretty wild. Yeah, just a little. Well, you know. <laughs> I don't know about some guys, but yeah, geez, it's I'll put a lot on myself, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad to be here, mate. Yeah, 100%. Well, like, I guess, I guess really like the first place I want to start off with you, like, let's go right back to the beginning, man. Because you know, when, we, when we're going and looking, like, you're a pretty cool success story, man, but we've got to look at first of all, like, where you actually started from. So, like, what was your like, why did you even jump on with us at the start? One of the things with me through my whole um career. And as I got a bit older, I just realised, like, if something wasn't working well for me, whether it was business or whatever it was, I thought, you know, there's got to be a better way. And I did that with my business, you know, got business coaches and did all sorts of things, got the business going and just found that sort of the weakest link was myself. I was always, you know, like really tired and fatigued. I lost my libido. I just just wasn't really interested in life not sort of depressed but just so fatigued and run down i was like you know there has to be a better way how'd that affect your business well i was just unmotivated like i I got into this sort of really crap cycle where i didn't want to expand the business i just did enough to keep myself going and i just i was in this really the best way to say is this really comfortable phase um i had plenty of opportunities to get bigger but every time i would sort of look at it and try to do it i'd i'd really pull back or i would go for an opportunity blow it up that bad and i'd just go okay well i'm just going to pull right back into my you know where i was comfortable and just keep doing the same shit what effect did that have on you oh mate i just I i was hating not hating life but you know, when I looked around and saw people that were crushing it and really enjoying themselves, not just um, financially, but emotionally, I thought, you know, it started to get me down. Like I, I used to compare myself a lot to other guys and I'd look around and think, this is, you know, I hate this. You know, I, I, where I'm at right now, I just hate it. I don't like where my job's at. I don't like where I'm at mentally. Um, you know, I feel like I've got no drive and it was just getting pretty dark. Yeah, just losing motivation for just about everything, really. So, so when you say it was getting pretty dark, like what does that mean? Um, not not to go like suicidal, but just stuck in a rut. Like I had no future. Like it was just going to be the same shit day in, day out for the rest of my life. Because by the time I got to you guys, 
I would have been 35 or 36. Mm. And, you know, I thought by this time I'd be crushing it, you know. Like I said, I always compared myself to other guys, which I shouldn't. But, you know, these guys got big houses, big cars, businesses that are crushing them, but I had no idea how they got there, what they had to do to get there. Um, and I just thought, yeah, no, I'm stuck in this rut. Like it's not going to get any better than this, you know. Every time I've tried to better myself or my business or increase my um, wealth, it's just backfired. Um, so I started thinking, you know, there must be something that I'm doing um, or that's, you know, success and happiness, like true happiness was just not going to find me. Well, how did that like stack up? So you're 35, right? And you got a decent yeah. business. It's not like you're in a bad spot, dude. No, it just no. wasn't like where you wanted to. So like that vision, you know how when you, you're growing up, you're like you're 15, 16, you got this vision of where you want to be in your yeah. 30s. Because when you're 30, right, that's old as fuck. Like that's yeah. it's like you're, you're probably yeah. old. Once you hit 30, you're done. Yeah, yeah, legit. So like where did you, when you were growing up, what was your vision like and, and how did that compare to where you were when you actually hit, you know, 30, 35? Um, yeah, I guess a lot of it, um, I look back at my father. So he had his own business and he had a lot of success early. So mum and dad had us kids when they were quite young. Mm. So by the time dad was my age that I'm now, you know, they had a really nice house in Melbourne. They had the ski boat. Uh, we went on holiday. So I just naturally assumed that that's where I would be. You know, I had no idea how hard dad worked or what he had to do to get there. I just assumed, well, and if I start my own company, it'll just naturally come in and I'll get all these sorts of things. And when, you know, I thought definitely by the time I was, you know, I think I'm 37, 38 now, I thought, yeah, I'll be home and host. I'll have the big house, nice cars, boats, all that. Um, and it's only now that I'm realising like that sort of stuff isn't super important to me. Like it's, it's about a lot more than that. And I know it's weird. I know as sure as the sun will come up tomorrow, like I'll have all that like we're doing the right things, but I thought I would have a lot more a lot sooner um, and not having that and, you know, comparing myself to my father and all the people, that's what would just keep bringing me down. You know, what about I, comparing I, yourself to your, like, expect or, or what you wanted to have? Um, yeah, I was very, very tough on myself. Um, the other thing too, I, I guess for a long time, because I sort of didn't have the initial success, I just didn't have any actual belief in myself that I could do it. You know, like I started my own business, but it never blew up. Like I, um, one thing I've really learned with you guys is that, you know, I can 10x my business. I can do whatever I want. Like I know I'll crush it, but for probably five or six years there of my business when I started Live It, um, I didn't really have the belief that I could blow it up into a massive business. Um, I just didn't think I was capable of that. I don't know why. I really don't know why I had that um attitude towards my business but now like i'm so excited like i know i'm at a 10x this thing and blow it up yeah for a long time i just i don't know i just didn't back myself I, so I just, like, you're I'd not be, backing yourself and not believing you could do it like what effect did that have on your ability to run it and and to grow live it well i couldn't grow it um because like every time something came up that i felt uncomfortable like oh geez i don't know if i could do that i would pull back or well, a couple of times i did it I didn't quite get the growth or the expansion that I, I thought. So I just thought, well, you know, fuck, there's something wrong with me. You know, like I'm just not meant to just not meant to be that successful or be one of these big players. Like I just kept coming back and doubting myself all the time. Um, you know, I didn't really think that maybe I just didn't have the knowledge or the experience um, or had been taught properly to actually do it. I just thought, well, it, it just must be me. 
And, yeah, I just kept coming back, being very, very critical and very harsh on myself. Um, and, you know, that just had compounding effects. You know, like I had times where I just had an absolute gutful with business and gutful with everything. I'd be walking down the, high, the hallway and looking at my partner and she'd just say, what's wrong? And I'd just collapse to the floor crying, just saying I've had a gutful, you know, like I can't do it anymore. I'm sick of it. Um, there's something inside of me, like I never, I never quit. I never stopped my business. I knew that working for myself is what I was meant to do. Um, but it was just finding out why I had that belief and really working on it and backing myself um, to, to really go for it. That's taken me a long, long time. So what effect did you not backing yourself and not having belief in you? What effect did that? Because, you know, you got, you got your missus, you got your, yeah, your, yeah. your little one. Yeah, two. Uh, two little guys. Two. Yeah. two. And they'll be kicking in the door soon. You'll hear an absolute ruckus. It's a little fella standing up. Oh, dude, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Hey, you know, yeah, really, like, I, I'm so excited yeah. for that. You know, it's, yeah, that's cool. But so you got, okay, so you got, you got your missus, you got your two little, little ones, and it's like, what effect did you being in that state have on them? Well, I remember like when Houston was born, um, a couple of jobs early on in my career didn't go well and cost me about $62,000. And I remember sitting on the floor of the maternity ward. Um, Houston had just been born. I didn't have a cent to my name and I had lawyers duking it out. I was getting countersued. Um People were going to, you know, that client was going to the QVCC to try and, you know, hammer my licence. Um, and what was meant to be the the most joyful time of my life um, was just one of the just most toxic, just dark times. So it, it had, you know, me just not performing and getting myself into a bit of all sorts like from the day my son was born, like I've just got this distinct memory, like it should be really, really happy, but there was so much shit going on um, and I was just, I felt it's, it was just so hard for me to really enjoy the moment. And what it also did is I had to go straight back to work, you know, to try and get the business going here and make some more money. So I think I spent maybe three or four days at home and then I had to go straight back to work. Um, when Sullivan was born, I said to myself, I will never, ever do that again. And we had some stuff still following us three years later that was still following us from those first couple of jobs and I was still dealing with them when Sullivan was born. Not as bad, but, you know, still dealing with it. And that's, like, we put all that to bed and when we put it to bed, I swore to myself, um, especially for my boys, that I would do, like, I would change. Like, I have to do better. I don't want to have to bring all this work stuff um, and just all the rubbish and me not performing that and bring it home and project that on my boys. Yeah, that was, yeah, pretty tough for me um, to have to go through that. Um, yeah, while those two boys were born, it's just something I just never want to have to relive. Totally. Well, so what was the moment where you said, you know, fuck it, I'm actually going to do something about it? Um, I think I was sitting um, in the other office and – Houston had been born. Sullivan wasn't on the way yet. And I remember just sitting at my computer and I, I just looked out and I thought there has to be a better fucking way. Like guys don't go through that, or some guys do, but there's like you cannot go through life like this. This, this circle that just beats, beats you up 
and you get like maybe a little glimpse of happiness or whatever and then bang you straight back in this run. I thought there has there has to be a better way. Like this is not what life is about. Um and I think I'd been following your stuff a little bit because when early on in my career when business wasn't going well, I thought, well, I'll just start looking for self-help things or, you know, um Spotify, just listening to stuff, just to just to start that whole thing. Because I'd never experienced it ever in my life. So and then somehow you guys popped up in you know social media whatever you're doing i followed you guys for a little bit and then that moment when i had you know that sort of idea that things have to be better i just thought stuff and i'm just gonna take a gamble like what's gonna hurt and give you a call did you have any hesitations before doing it not too much because i'd reached out to business coaches and stuff before i knew the most hesitation i ever have is when i first reached out to a business coach because i had no idea how it worked or what happened so when I actually reached out to you guys, because I watched a bit of your stuff and you guys, um, I think we'd spoken a just text message with someone, um, I was actually pretty confident you guys were, you know, sort of pretty legit. So when I did reach out and then eventually had the conversation with you, um, before we'd even started, I felt like a weight had come off my shoulders. Really? I remember having a conversation with you. Um, I was in tears nearly the whole time. And when we got off the phone, um, like I broke down. Because I just like it was like relief that you know shit this might actually change. Um, yeah, I can remember it as clear as day that conversation and how um, it felt. And so, okay, so you, you got that initial period like feeling of relief and like thank fuck the weight mm-hmm. off was off your shoulders. Like, what was the next you know six months like after that? Hard work. Um, I remember my coach when I you know. Because originally I thought, yeah, my, my journey with you guys has been a wild one. I love it. And I, and I was only thinking about it today. I, I just thought, fuck, I'd hate to think where I would be if I wasn't with you guys. And that is the honest truth. Um, and I'm so excited to see where I end up in the next six months. But I remember starting with you guys. And at first it was very much, you know, eat well, lift, you know, get to the gym, that sort of stuff. And my coach Christian at first, I thought, oh, here we go. I've got a bit of a whipped out you know, sort of spiritual guy. And I thought, what on earth is going on? <laughs> Christian's um, I, weird as fuck. Yeah, and I even said that to him. I said, at first I thought, oh, fuck, here we go. If, I gotta, if this is what, you know, I'm dealing with, I'm just, you know. But it was the best move going with him ever because what he did is we soon realised that it wasn't about lifting weights. It wasn't about eating, all that sort of stuff. All that was really important. And we got my routines and everything down pat and we started to see a difference and, you know, look good, feel good. The body was actually coming up well and, you know, sex drive was increasing, all that sort of stuff. Um, we started to tap into the whole spiritual side and working out, like, before I met you guys in Christian, the whole universe and energy thing, I thought, what a load of shit. Um, it's just something the hippies do. Now um, I'm that's 100% what I believe. And I've had things happen to me that there's no other way to explain it. You know, it, it was the universe working or energy coming and going. Um, some things that Christian opened my eyes up to that have just been absolutely um, amazing, like just um, blew my mind. And when that stuff started to happen, like I thought, shit, this is this is real. Like this is really making some huge changes um, in my life. I can totally resonate with that. So, like, I remember, I still remember when I hired Christian, right? Yeah. And I was talking to him. I, I distinctly remember this conversation, which was I was talking to him about there is no soul 
There is nothing mm. greater. It is just purely the body is a neural network that's all we're designed to do. And then I met Christian Listen, took that on board. Yeah, cool. And then over the next, you know, really six months or so, we did a few things. And then I had a few psychedelic experiences and stuff like yeah. that. I was like, fuck, there's definitely so much more. Mm. You know, yeah. what was so interesting was that every time I opened up onto that sort of, I guess you call it woo-woo, woo-woo mm. bullshit, yeah. you know, the stuff yeah. that I would have called like all that fuzzy, fuzzy dozzy yeah. stuff. The more I opened up to that and the more I became interested in it the cooler my life got and the more cool yeah. things happened to me and i'm really intrigued like what was it for you that allowed you to shift and go from the stage of where you're just like me where you're like yeah this is a load of crap the spiritual stuff is yeah. bullshit to actually being able to take it on like what was it that, that made you shift what evidence or what yeah what evidence what experiences um, did you have well there was a couple of things because before i started with you guys like i just saw you guys were lifting weights and eating so um there was a lady rose that was in a business networking thing that I did and it's funny she rang me up one day and she said you know Kevin what's going on I said nothing she goes don't bullshit me like you were off the other day what's going on and within five minutes she had me bawling her eyes out I was bawling my eyes out on the phone so I started doing some work with her and she started to introduce me to sort of the energy spirit all that sort of stuff so before I started with you guys I was starting to learn a little bit about that and then when I met Christian Everything Roz was saying was absolutely bang on with what Christian was saying. I thought, well, shit, there must be something in this. And I just started to just let myself be more open to it. Um, and one thing that happened that I thought this like, this is legit, um, my dad was in a car crash. I'll probably be upset about this. Um, he was in a car crash and it was one of those things where everything that could have gone right did go right. Like he was driving my mum's car. If he had been driving his car, he'd be dead because it's a hotted up, you know, HSV, no airbags or anything, he'd be dead. Um, he didn't have the kids in the car. He wasn't on the highway. He didn't go off a bridge. He didn't hit anyone else. Like the crash couldn't have happened like any better, you know, if you were going to have a crash. And I was talking to Christian and he said, Kev, at what point is it no longer coincidence, you know? And the way he had it was just it was really quite weird and it took me ages to sort of work out, like it just sat with me. Something was just not quite right about the whole crash and I was driving home one day um, and my dad's dad, Pa, I've got the same name as him. Um, I've always sort of just had um, a funny connection with him. Like I didn't get to see him enough, but we shared the same name. I remember when he passed away, I was one of the pole bearers and carried him out and I still remember that weight on my shoulder. Um, and I was driving home one day and it wasn't too long after the crash and this feeling came over my body and I can't even begin to explain it. Um, I ended up pulling over and recording myself after because it was just the most um, intense thing I've you know, ever experienced. And um, the only thing I could say is that it was Pa coming down and saying the reason your dad didn't die today is because I helped him um, and it's so you guys could reconnect because my dad and I had sort of drifted apart a bit and I was getting just really pissed off with him. Um, and, like, it was as clear as you and I are talking today um, how it came through. And I told Christian, he just he just laughed. He's like, yeah, man, that's, you know, that's what happened. Um, and from that experience, I've just been all in now. Like, to me, it's not woo-woo. It's it's just what it is. It's the universe of the energy. Um, and it was that moment that I was absolutely 100% committed. 
So, okay. So for you going down this path now, like what are the results that you've actually got from being open to woo-woo? Um, it's once you, like, I think the biggest thing has been the energy has been the biggest one. Like I can look back now and see when I first started with you guys, my energy was absolutely rubbish. Like even if I had one, I don't even know if I had one. And now I've managed to pick myself up and I like to think I start radiating a positive energy or vibrating on a really good level. And I see it that opportunities are now coming at me or I'm meeting people that are like-minded that are on the same vibration. I don't seem to meet dickheads that just want to suck my time and energy anymore. Like it's like when you're thinking about buying a car and it's like I want to buy a new white highlights or whatever, you'll see it everywhere. It's sort of a similar thing Um, when you start you know, you're getting yourself really positive and you know, like you're doing you're doing your meditations, you're journaling, you're putting yourself in this really good headspace, you know, you feel really good. Like you're like a magnet. Stuff just comes in. Um, I've, like work opportunities, just mates, my kids, um, my family, and a couple of other mates that um, have been doing it really tough as well. They are gravitating towards me. Because I, I don't pretend to be a coach or anything like that. I just tell them, hey, guys, this is a path I've gone down. This is what I've done to help myself. This is what my coaches have told me. And one guy in particular had two mates commit suicide inside a week, broke up with his missus um, like you couldn't, and he was already a bit depressed. And we probably talked two, three times a day. And the kid is just like his transformation, because we've spoken about stuff for like the last 12 months, he's like come along for the ride now. He really quite believes in it. So, like, I have this, it's having a ripple effect. You know, it's not just me, it's the people around me that are benefiting from me, you know, just operating on a higher level. Hmm. And has anybody opposed the changes that you made? Has anyone said, you know, oh, I like the old Kevin or anything like that? Um, yeah, look, I've dropped a lot of mates. Um, you know, a lot of guys that still want to go out, hit the piss, the drugs and shit all the time. And, you know, like, I dedicate a lot of time to myself. And, you know, when we do the man weekends and stuff like that, even my partner at first, she sort of thought, oh, what are you going away from man weekend? You're sitting the piss and going to the strippers. I'm like, no, we're actually, you know, going to, you know, tell her what we do. And even like some of our friends um, and relatives, I'll tell them and they'll sort of look at me like, what do you mean? It's like a man thing. Like it's still, they think it's a bit weird, but I've got to the point where I just don't fucking care what they think because um, I, I know the results that I'm getting. But the people close to me, like a lot of guys, like I'm a builder, I'm in the trades industry, and like some of my guys, I've got a brick in, if you look at him, he's, he's rough, wild, you know, loose unit, had a really wild upbringing. Um, and I was really quite surprised. I started talking to him about the stuff that I'm doing and, you know, how I've cried in front of 30 blokes before and all this sort of stuff. And he's actually really quite interested. You know, like he... Of all the people, I would have thought, no, there's no way this bloke would be into this. But he's actually showing a lot of interest. And I'd be really, really surprised if he doesn't actually come on board because um, he's seen the growth in me. And he even made a comment um, on Monday that um, he said, like, if you're starting to dominate now, you know, you're doing really well. Like, compared to the guy that I first met, you're totally different. I just thought it was, you know, may have changed a little bit. But it was just really nice to hear from someone outside my family that I don't see a huge amount and, and he could really see it. And, you know, I got back in my car and saw, oh, shit, well, you know, it's that positive reinforcement. That, um, it's, it's always nice to hear that people can see that you're growing and improving and, and they want to be a part of that. 
Have you noticed anyone around you lift as you've been lifting? Yeah, definitely. Um, one of my mates that was dealing with the suicides and everything, he's from where he is now to where he was 12 months ago, he's come right up. Um, I've got a small group of guys, probably about my age. One guy, he's um, a tradie as well, and we're up really early, and we talk to each other nearly every morning. That's that thing in the car at, you know, like 5, 30, 6 o'clock, we have our chats. Um, he was meant to come to the last man weekend, but he had some stuff come up. He's now really interested and can see the benefit of it. And there's my apprentice. He wants to come along. Like he's only just turned 21, but he can already see the value in it. And if, like, if I get that kid involved now, when he's my age, he will be like absolutely next level crushing it male, which would be really good to see because where he come from, his story is, you know, really quite tough. So it'd be great to get him involved and bring him along. Um, and the the wife, the you know, Claire, she's at first she fought it a bit and thought it was a bit woo-woo-washy, but since we've had a couple of kids and I guess she's seen the change in me, she like it's now starting to motivate her. Like she wants to do better in her career. She wants to do better at home. Um, so, yeah, it, like I said, it's that ripple effect. It's not just me. It's people around me. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that – um i've had a bit of effect on that i don't know about that's really cool man i think that it's cool when you feel your own changes but then when you see the change which has happened within you then go and change other people and you get that butterfly or ripple effect as you said yeah Yeah. that's really fucking cool so if we go back to you right so when when you first came to us like you're anxious you're stressed up to here constantly feeling like you're you're, like you're fighting just to keep your head above water how did that change yeah, so mine was probably longer than what some other guys do because one thing um, I realised I do is when I'm in panic mode, I'll do something to fix it, you know. So I reached out to you guys and thought, right, I'll start eating well, lifting weights, that'll fix it. So I sort of committed to that to sort of three, four months or whatever and thought, well, I'm better, I don't have to do all that, you know, because I thought I was better. I didn't realise that, no, that's your new base. You need to work on that and keep going. And I kept doing this, like going up and down, up and down. And then I thought, you know, Christian sort of gave me a good kick in the ass, And I sort of realised my patterns. It took me a long time to realise my patterns. And once I actually committed and thought, well, okay, well, once I get myself going well, let's make that your base. Like that's just your new normal. And then we started working on that. And when I sort of started to get outside my comfort zone and realised, well, shit, I'm actually capable of so much more and my normal can you know we can keep bringing that up that's when it was just exponential like i just got really hungry like my training's still not perfect now but i make it fit with my career um my diet is not perfect but i make it fit like i've still made like dairies practically out of my diet gluten probably not so much but there's still a lot of changes i've made that are sticking um and i, I don't try be 100% on it because I know I can't make that happen. It, like, you know, I'd probably fall off the rails trying to do it, but I've been able to incorporate it in my life in a way that really does benefit me. Um, and now it's just it's something I always do. Like, it's it, that's just me. Before it was something I had to learn and really struggle, but now it's, it, it's just something I do. And, like, even now, like, I'm buzzing, you know. Um, it's been a big day and I'm still – I can't wait for the Rugrats to come through the door and I'll still be able to play with them for a couple of hours. Like, I'm not going to – fall asleep and you know just want to be like a bum um what did you used to be like there like when before you started working with us what were you like at the end of a big day um 
flat, like I'd have a couple of beers. Um, I was never a big drinker, but I'd have a couple of beers and I'd just sit around and do nothing, really. Why? Um, well, I just didn't really know any better. I was just exhausted. And I thought, well, if I'm exhausted, I'll just, like, it's, yeah, I'll just sort of chill out. Like, I was still motivated and probably did more than most guys, but in my eyes, yeah, I just thought, like, I'd come home beaten. Not so much, I guess, physically tired, but just mentally beaten. You know, another day where I didn't get done what I thought I would do. I didn't hit the expectations that I thought I would do. You know, once again, I've seen some young guy that is doing 10 times better than me, and I just sit at home just almost wallowing in my own pity. Um, but I'm not doing that anymore. Even like now, if I get beat down, like I've had a couple of things go with work that normally would derail me and I'd fall apart, I've taken them in my stride. You know, it's going, oh, fuck, geez, that, that wasn't really good. Um, and I've got the tools now to manage them. So when I come home, I'm not, you know, projecting on my family, my kids or whatever. I can literally walk in that door and that's it, mm. you know. Um, and I'm really enjoying time um, with my family. Um, you know, like little Huey will come in here, I guarantee, and will go, Daddy, can you come play trucks? If I'm doing some work or whatever, I just shut the computer down and go, you know what, stuff it. Like, I don't, all this will be there tomorrow to work. Um, so, yeah, it's making me, even after like a really big, like physically and mentally draining day, I can still come home and be present. Well, how do you manage work while being able to do that? Because that's one of the things. I know it's scary for a lot of dudes, right? Yeah. It's like you got your kids, but like the, the whole provider complex, it's like I've got to provide financially, yeah. but I've also got to provide my time and whatnot, and, this, and it's torn. And a lot of the time, guys are like, number one job finance has got to look after business. Yeah. How do you make it and how have you been able to grow your business and make it grow? Because it has grown substantially since we first met yeah. and still have time for your boys and still make it so that if, if you wants to come and play trucks, you can go play trucks. It, I'm not going to lie. It's been in probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. Um, apart from um, Claire and I having to go through IVF, my business has absolutely beat the shit out of me. It, it's been a it's been a long, long process, but it's been like small steps. Just trying to really chunk it back and just trying to have little wins. Yeah, shit, I lost my train of thought there. Um, the, I guess the biggest thing what I've done now is I've set boundaries with myself. Like I had to set boundaries. So you know, I was of the mindset if I do more hours and work harder. I'll fix things. Well, that's just rubbish. Like you have to be smarter than that. One of the first things I did was right, just coming home at five thirty or whatever it is. Well, yeah, this is a cool one. When we had kids, um, like I wasn't doing too well before kids. So having kids, all of a sudden, you know, you got daycare, um, you got to set the room up. Like there was so many costs. Oh shit, how am I going to manage this? And Claire was going to go on maternity leave, so her pay is half. I thought, oh, shit, like. My pay has never been really consistent. How are we going to do that? So there was so much fear around that, about having a kid and being able to manage my business and making short works. And it got even more so when Sullivan turned up because I didn't quite have the business going. But now, like, all the work that I've done has got me in a position where, like, I know the finances are fine now. Like, while they're not where I want them to be, like, we still got a roof over our heads. We still get fed. We can still go on a holiday. So being able to sort of deal with the finances because that was the biggest thing with me. Like Claire would know my moods. If I had no money in the bank, I was rubbish. I was terrible. I'd be stressed out. I'd be panicked. If I had money in the bank, I was the happiest, nicest guy going around. And I just got fucking sick of having those mood swings. 
So I did a, even a lot of work with Christian about my relationship around money. And a lot of the guys in here, the business owners would know, like it would have been a lot easier. I would have made a lot more money going and working for someone else, but that's not me. I can't do it. Like I want the financial freedom. I want to be my own guy. You know, I want to have this building business that conquers. So being able to honestly say I can deal with the finances, whether up or down, and I know that I'm putting things in place to deal with that was huge. And that once that was done, let me step back and go, okay, well, what's the real problem now? You know, once I've got the money sorted, I can step back and go, well, fuck, the world's not falling apart. Like it's not the end of the world. And then I could start to, you know, work on my business so that I knew, okay, well, I'm not working in it anymore. Um, I'm starting to work on it and start to get systems and processes in place and stuff and make the right connections to start to grow my business. And once I got some momentum in that direction, finances, I knew, okay, well, they're still tight, they're under control. That's when I saw the most growth in myself. And even at home, you know, like that is really projected onto Claire. Like now she's really hungry to grow her career and and her income, which is really good because trying to grow my business was the most lonely thing in the world. Like she would say she understands what it's like and while she's picked me up off the floor and she's had a pretty rough time too, I don't think she will ever understand truly what it's like to sit in a chair as a director owing, you know, 50, 60 grand, people not paying, like all those stresses. So being able to just put a lid on all that stuff, know that the business is fine and then, you know, really work on myself, it's been amazing. Like the position where I'm at now where I can put a lot more time and effort on growing myself, um, learning to accept myself and being comfortable in all assets of my, you know, of my life. It's been amazing. So if you didn't start working with us, where where do you think you'd be right now? Mate, like I said, um, I'd hate, I, I would hate to think. Like I would probably be doing maybe a little bit better than I was. But the, the thing that really makes me sort of cringe is I wouldn't be open to the stuff that I am now. Like, I wouldn't do breath work with you boys. I wouldn't have the breakthroughs, you know, with Michael Cooper and that breath work and the stuff that I've experienced. I never would have experienced that. I wouldn't have the beliefs that I have now. Um, you know, I wouldn't have had those um, experiences with par and there's been a few other things. So I would be on a totally, totally different trajectory in every aspect of my life. And I think it would it would still be like the hamster wheel, just going around, around, around and just, Instead of going up like this, I'd just sort of be going up slowly. Um, I just I wouldn't like to think, mate. Mm. And as you get older, like, you know, when you're young, you've said it, you're young, dumb, you're invincible, nothing affects you. What I'm noticing is as I get older and my mates, shit affects you. It doesn't matter how tough you think you are. It builds up. Uh, and mentally, you know, like when I first started working with guys, I thought I was fine. You know, I had a really good upbringing. You know, like work's been a bit tough, but, you know, you thought that's just how it is. And when I sat down with her and she had me bawling my eyes at like a baby inside of 10 minutes, I thought, well, shit, something has to be going on here. You know, like subconsciously there's obviously issues that I had absolutely no idea with. And through working with you guys, I've been able to bring up stuff that I had absolutely no idea about, like none whatsoever. Now, 
And I just have no idea how I'd be able to bring that stuff up and deal with that stuff if I hadn't, you know, worked with you guys, Christian, Michael, all those sorts of guys. Well, how has that made you better, being able to bring up that stuff and deal with that deep, dark emotion? Because a lot of guys, right, well, us men, the Aussie male, yeah. we just fucking cram that yeah. shit deep in every done, single man. thing, right? You know, every yeah. time we have a fight with someone, we never show our our feelings. Every time we've had an argument with our parents, you said you were, you know, estranged from your dad, you know, stuff like that. We just cram that shit down no matter how much it hurts. And the more yeah. it hurts, the more we just fucking push it down. Yeah. So how has bringing that stuff up and dealing with it impacted you? How has it made you better? Well, what was happening is sub, like your, your subconscious doesn't always come up. You don't really know. So I was always failing or I'd get to a certain point for whatever reason, I'd pull back or fail or whatever. Um, and what I've now realised is it was a deep subconscious thing. I don't know how it, how it came about, what happened, but it's obviously an accumulation of things over time that just kept building and building and I just ignored. I just kept pushing it away. Like, no, nah, no, there's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong. And then obviously a few things in my life it's come up and just exploded. Now through actually, you know, being brave enough and vulnerable enough to explore, you know, that subconscious and what's going on, you know, the stuff that's come up has just blown me away, like honestly blown me away. Um, and I've been able to start to deal with, like every time I do a breath work, you know, I think, oh, I know what's going to come up. And it's something totally different. Like, well, I had no idea that was an issue, you know, and you, and you take it away and you sit with it and, you, you know, you read your journal after you've done it and you piece it all together. And you just know that, okay, well, that was one thing that was, holding me back that I had no idea about, but I've now addressed it. I'll put that away. And then you move on to the next thing. And what I'm finding is the first one was pretty heavy, pretty wild for me. Like there was a lot of things that come up, but now but it's not doom and gloom. They're actually getting positive. Um, and knowing that I've confronted those, they've come up, um, I've dealt with them. You just don't feel like anything's dragging you down anymore. Like when I get into tight situations with work, I'm under pressure or where I'd normally sort of, um, like a prime example is Claire came at me the other day um, and she was saying, you know, she didn't feel supported. She wanted more help around the house, like a few different things because I'm doing so much work on myself in the business and I wasn't quite there. Normally I'd blow up. For whatever reason, I would just blow up, um, get very, oh, not angry, but very defensive. And I couldn't believe it. I, I sat down, I'm like, okay, well, you know, why do you feel this way? You know, I actually explored it, went into it, and I would never do that before. And it was even she was caught a bit off guard. Like I think she went in ready for a fight, you know, ready to get angry. And the way I handled it and explored it and I guess made, left myself open a bit, we sort of both sat there at the end of it and just went, oh, okay, well, we've addressed that. And it was you could have heard a pin drop. Like we were both just so surprised that, the way that we handled it, you know, like we'd grown up, we had really explored what was going on. And the biggest thing was for me, I just didn't get defensive. I don't know. Yeah, something has changed inside me for me to react like that because normally I would get my back up straight away and it, we'd still be blowing. But I don't know. I just handled it. I just got it done. Um, I wasn't afraid. Um, I stepped into it. And, like, we would really getting stronger every day you know like i know i've been together six or seven years and you know it goes like this and the kids make things really hard but i've noticed that through our relationship there's been a lot of times where i haven't been there and you know probably been that good of a partner but through working with you guys 
the work that I've done, like I can see it in her, like even just the smile, she wants to be around me more, um, she's becoming more positive. Um, when we do have issues, we're able to address it a lot more. And that, I don't know how else to explain it, but it's obviously the work that we've done and the things that I've had to um, bring up and address that's making the difference. That's a game changer, man. I mean, what you're describing there, like the lack, like whenever we get defensive, it's because we have an insecurity. We have mm. something which is like within us where we feel like vulnerable to attack. And that's yeah. why particularly like with our loved ones who are close to us, we try and be more vulnerable to them. But that's why we also like get angry with them more and can get defensive. Yeah. But when you've actually gone through and you've healed that invulnerability and you've, you've mm. fucked all that shit off, all that crap yeah. you were carrying before, you yeah. get rid of it. Like you don't have those arguments anymore. Yeah. You know, you, you, yeah. you never you never get that. And it's I, for, for Soph and I, that was like a cool thing for me as well, like getting rid of that shit and being able to take on board criticism from them mm. and actually listen to them and, and, and hear them and care for them was a total yeah. game changer, like an absolute game changer. And it means so much because like, fuck us as men, we often underestimate estimate how important we are like we think oh i just blew up like whatever that's what guys do it's like no yeah. the, the effect of that is massive because not only is it changing the way that your wife acts but it's also changing the way that your kids believe they should act as as yeah. boys and men what they and they're expect. like little sponges mate Totally. You can tell them what to do. We yeah. always think, oh, I'm going to tell my kids what to do. It's like, no, you're going to no. show them what to they do. They will copy you. Like, you it's, it's eerie how well they copy you. They are honestly like little sponges. It, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's so cool. And it's it's awesome when they copy the good things, but I imagine not so awesome when oh, they copy the bad ones, yeah. right? Little Huey, when we're away in abundance, um, Claire sent me a, a video. And the mm. little fella, like you can imagine the language around tradies and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and it was only a matter of time. Um, he picked up the F-bomb and he was just like, oh, F, 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 F. He didn't know what he was saying. He just sort of put it all together. And she sent me the video and I was, I was sitting around a couple of boys and they just, oh, mate, you're in so much trouble when you get home. But it just shows like he didn't know the context of it, but they just pick it up, you know. Um, totally. And try not to react to them just saying, oh, no, mate, look, that's a naughty one. We can't say that. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, you got to be. He's still going to say it. when you tell him it's naughty. He's going to say it like a yeah, thousand times more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but dude, like it's been really cool for me to see your growth because obviously you know seeing you like a, all the way back at the first time that you came to the Man Weekend and now coming through to Uncommon and Abundant, it's been really really wicked. But for you, what I, I'd love to know is what has been the most monumental change. What's what's been the biggest shift within you? that's had the most impact? The biggest shift for me, I think it would be my changing beliefs. Mm. Like, well, actually having something. Because before, like in, in the way, like universe and energy and how how that's a big part of our lives and how we interact with it. Because before I just thought, well, you know, it's just a big bang. There's nothing else out there. When you die, that's it. And now... Like there, there's something inside of us, you know, like when you break up with something and, you, and, you know, you've got that pain inside of you, like what is that? What's inside of you to cause, you know, that sort of hurt? There's been a few things that I've sort of looked at and thought, well, shit, there has to be more. So knowing that the un- starting to understand how the universe works and how I fit into it was probably the start of some of the biggest changes for me and, and the way that I, I look at things, you know, like the lifting the weights and eating was fine. But it was so much more than that for me. So I think it was definitely 
changing my beliefs and my mindset and introducing me to all that woo-woo um, and really going all in on that um, and incorporating that a lot more into my life. Um, that's probably been the biggest thing for me and has had the biggest change. Well, so, okay, so let's say you have got, you know, Kevin of 18 months ago is, is yep. watching this, someone who, who's similar to you, stressful business, running around ragged, you know, got a couple of kids, yeah. business like the whole lot. And, and yeah, they, they've just turned up. You're going to see him come tearing in the door. Yeah, it's all I can't wait. Yeah. But so there's someone who's watching this is like, fuck, this is me. What would you advise yeah. them to do? Where should they start? Oh, dude, I talked to myself 18 months ago. A couple of things. Um, like it, 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 it can be fixed. Like it does get better. Believe it or not, life is actually going to be a lot of fun and enjoyable. And the one thing I've learned as we've gone through this, you know, we've connected with a lot of guys in your community that, like you just want to be around them, you want to talk to them. They're they're crushing it, they're dominating whatever field they're doing, and, and that part has been really good. Reach out, I would say, reach out. Like if if you think that what you're experiencing right now is not normal, then do something about it. Like if you don't take action, nothing's going to change. That's been the biggest thing for me. Um, I'm going to come tearing in. I am. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. He's all Sullivan. You want people to say hello? There's old Sully. So hey, guys. Hey, mates. Yeah, this is a little fella. Um, so, yeah, I would I would say, yeah, so he's an absolute little pudgy. This is what it's all about right here. Um, so what, what I would say to myself or any other guys that are running a business that are stressed out, they've got, you know, like things just aren't looking good, is reach out. Um, that's the best thing I ever did. And be open, you know, leave the ego at the door. Like just bin it. Um, there's no prizes for thinking you're the biggest dude in the room or the biggest hero. Like what you'll end up being is the biggest dickhead. So that's one thing, really swallowing your pride and ego and going, okay, I'm not perfect, I need help. You know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And then really try and make an effort to, you know, with the calls with coaches and your diet and everything, really make an effort um, to start to implement those sorts of things, even if it's just a little thing like really trying to get the sleep. Like I've really made an effort now to, to get my eight hours sleep. Like I'm in bed, sort of this guy goes to sleep and then I'm in bed straight after him, you know, um, and just just trying to do little things, you know, just think to yourself, you know, do what's got you to that point? Do you want to live another 12 months of that, 24 months of that? Like do you think you could honestly get through another, you know, couple of years of that? Probably not. You probably end up doing something really stupid. So, like, I'm, I'm living proof. Like, at first I thought, oh, we'll see how this goes. It's the best decision I've ever made. Like, and more so now, like, I did 12 months with you guys. I thought, oh, I've learned enough. I can handle this. I'll go out on my own. Lasted three months and I come straight back. Why? Because um, I I don't always have it. Um, like, you, you still need um, – hang on, let's go to – can you take this all on? You know, it was, it was my old habits. Like I thought, okay, I'm fixed. I can get all this. Like I've got my plan. You know, Christian's told me enough. I can handle it. And I went out and then I soon realised that not having um, that person to talk to, to vent to, someone that could see stuff outside the bubble that I was in, yeah, not having that person that can see things objectively and be like, no, nah, Kevin, look, we'll, we'll up a second. Like you're really getting yourself in a mess here. Let's, let's go back to your base. Let's reset and go again. And and tr- and keeping me focused on the things that I needed to do for myself, um, 
you know, what my goals were personally with the business, physically, all those sorts of things. Having someone hold me accountable and just some of the conversations too that we've had that just always kept me hungry, kept my mind ticking over. Um, like there's no way I'd quit, put it that way, you know. Like now more so than ever, and it's taken me, what, 18 months to get to this point, like I'm in it, you know, balls deep. Like I will be with you guys for a long, long time because now it's like that exponential graph. You know, the first it sort of did nothing and a little bit and now it's starting to go like this. But it, it didn't happen like that. Like I'll tell guys it will not happen like that. Like initially you'll get some really good change, but you've got to keep working on yourself and you have to want to be better. Um, and if you do that and you take your time out for yourself, it just, like life gets good. You know, uh, you I love that you said that. Because yeah. yeah, you're so right, dude. Life gets good. The, the first bit, you think like, oh, you know, I don't have anxiety anymore. I got my libido back. I got, I got, I got yeah. testosterone. It's like I'm losing fat. I'm gaining muscle effortlessly. Like my brain function is good and all that. And you're like, sweet, I've crushed it. It's like, no, dude, you're just getting started. Yeah, like, that's a new base. Your baseline. It's like all yeah. those things. It's like you should feel like you're on God mode every day as a standard. Mm. And once yeah. you stick with that, that's when the exponential growth. Yeah, that's up. when. Which yeah, is a that, crazy concept, cool. right? Yeah, and it is. What What do you think is God mode? And and on that, like I find myself a lot more now, a lot more driving my car. And, you know, one of our things that, you know, our man weekends, is if you say something negative, you've got to stand up, bang your chest and say, I fucking love my life. And I'll be driving along and I'll just scream in my car. Like people think I'm a weirdo, whatever. Um, but I just catch myself, you know, in my everyday life and I'll just be like, I fucking love where I'm at right now. You know, even if I've been on the tools all day and I'm covered in rubbish and I'm knackered, like every other aspect of my life is going so much better and, you know, my relationships are good, opportunities are coming my way, you know, I go to the gym, look good, feel good, all that sort of stuff in relation with the kids. Like everything's blossoming as I get better. And, yeah, like I catch myself all the time just yelling out or, you know, doing the big you while I'm driving around because I'm just so pumped. And that never used to happen, never. Mm. So that's been um, that's been a real big one. I'm excited to see where you where you go in the next, you know, six months, 12 months, 18 months with this, mm. this continued growth. Where would you like to be? If you nail everything and you keep doing everything you're doing right now, where do you, where do you see yourself in 12 months? 12 months, well, this is the thing I've learned with you guys more so over the last six months where I think I would like to be will be there'll be another 10x on top of that. The biggest issue I had was me. I was getting in the way of myself. That's not happening anymore. So whatever I tell you where I think I'd be now, I think it's going to be more than that. I definitely think the biggest one is personally the like the big thing for me being a business owner is my business will be dominating. I'll be what's dominating for you? Yeah, okay, that, that's real. That's a funny one. Um, obviously, financially, we will be making money, you know, and with that money, it's not about, you know, having it, it used to be about having, you know, cars, motorbikes, fishing boats, all that sort of stuff. I thought that was, well, what I thought success was. It's not even about that. It's being able to go, you know, right, we're taking two weeks off with the family, kids and go to Bali or Thailand or, you know, it's being able to go spend time with my family we went to a wedding a couple of weeks ago and there was some it was motorbikes and camping and everything and i took my little fella houston on the motorbike and at first he was a bit scared and within three seconds 
he was laughing like I've never heard him laugh before. And he was faster, daddy, faster. And we couldn't go fast enough. We couldn't hit big enough jumps. Like he was just the happiest I've ever seen him. And I was nearly in tears. Like I came back and I was nearly crying. And it, it's those moments right there. Um, I want my business to be crushing it to allow me to have more of those moments. So to be able to, you know, go water skiing for a week, like go away camping or we go travel somewhere and experience those moments with my family. Um, so whatever my business needs to do to be able to generate, obviously, an income for us to do that, but also a passive income because I'm, I'm really starting to realise that I, I, while I wasn't too good with money, I absolutely love money. I love the idea of actually making money and investing money. Um, that's something that obviously you guys too, I love that that's becoming a really big part as well because as business owners, um, that is quite, that's why we get into business. So, yes, yeah, it's just opening so many eyes. You know, I love the business to be crushing. And I know it will, like, we'll go um, seven figures, possibly nearly eight um, with some of the deals that we've got going. I think maybe just shy of eight, but in two to three years, we'll be in eight figures. If you had told me that when I started my business, I'd call you a nutbag. Um, but that's so realistic right now. Like, it terrifies me. It excites me. Um because that, that's that's just something I never somewhere I never thought I would get myself to. And then, you know, it's gonna be all the team underneath that. Like the guys that I work with are honestly like my family. And I've always I had a really good upbringing. My family were really good and we're still really tight. You know, dad's been a bit of work, but we're still really tight, my brothers and sisters and everyone. And that's how I treat my guys as well. Like I've always felt like whatever I do, I want people to feel like a family. You know, um, like one of the proudest moments I ever had in my working career was I took, I had about four or five guys working for me. And I took them all out for dinner, took their partners, paid for all their, um, you know, food, and then I thought, well, stuff it, I'll pay for their drinks as well. And the boys just let rip, you know, it cost me an arm and a leg. But I remember sitting back with Claire and I nearly had tears in my eyes because I was so proud that um, I had those guys. We were so tight and that my business could you know, afford for us to do that, you know. Um, I've always been a big, big believer in giving back. So having my business that's crushing it, having a really, really cool team of guys around me and also like the dream is to have the business, say, in five, six years, whatever, um, to be able to bring my guys in and do investments with them so that they feel, you know, they don't have to go anywhere else. They can work with me, be on a good salary or good wage, have a really good career, but also be generating their passive income as well, you know, helping them with their wealth goals. That is probably my biggest, my biggest summit. That that would be an absolute dream for me. Um, and then like I'd love to with my little fella Houston, um, we've already got a you know investment account with him. I'd love to um, you know, get a bit more passive income in the business and you know, help him trade and buy shares and start to save up for property, like, you know, really educate him on business because it's something we don't get taught enough about. Um, you know, people teach us to be really good technicians. No one teaches how to run a business. So if I can get livid, you know, bringing in really good money and I can share that and make other people's lives better, that would be a dream for me. You know, like, yeah, I'd love to have the nice house and a fishing boat eventually, but as I get older, I realise it's, it's, it's a fair bit more than just that. Um, you know, I went and even had a chat to the lady that does my coffees every morning. She needs to work down there at the house. And, like, she, I know it's a simple thing, giving coffees in the morning, but she's always so happy to see me. We have great conversations. And I said to her, look, I'll 
pretty much do the work. Whatever it costs me, it'll be my cost. I'll just do it and get it done for you. And she said, no, 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 you can't. I said, no, I just want to do it because it, 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 it was the right thing to do. And it's been able to do more of that sort of stuff that I know will really, really make a big difference to me and really make me happy. Hey, you're on an awesome path. I want to do this again in 12 months when you're Yeah, no, definitely. I'll be yeah. unreal. Yeah, this is and, this is cool, man. Yeah, and like even with the support with you guys and Steve and everyone, like now the biggest thing is when, you know, guys like having conversations with guys like yourself and Steve and even Grant from Abundant, like those guys, you know, and yourself like believe in me or, you know, think I'm on to a good thing and doing right. And when you hear from those, you know, guys that, you know, we look up to think, fuck, they're crushing it, that does so much for your self-esteem and your confidence. All of a sudden you think, well, shit, like got no excuses you know, not to be like these guys, well, let's go. Um, and that's been a really, really big one, a, a really big one, you know. Like, big belief. You know, with Eagles long enough, eventually you're going to get up there, you know. 100%. I might man. be scrambling. Like, I, I, know I'm, I know I'm getting there. I really do. The law of proximity, dude, if you yeah. surround yourself with people who are excellent. And, you like, you look at Abundant, you know, and the number of guys in that room are, like, multi-millionaires, like, multi-multi-multi-millionaires. Yeah. It's like, how can you not get wealthy? How can you not yeah. set up your whole family? How can you not <clears throat> And they were it? cool guys. Not one guy in there was, like, had a really big ego, was arrogant or anything. Like, they were just... You know, really, really cool guys. And I said to a couple of the other guys I was sitting with, I'm like, when, you know, Grant got up and spoke, I said, um, is anyone else here got a man crush? And they all just pissed themselves mm-hmm. laughing because, you know, just such a cool guy dominating it, you know, doing what we all want to be doing, you know, and just so positive. Um, yeah, dude, you should see what we've got lined up for the next one. <laughs> well, you know I'm lean, yeah, that's I'm really cool, man. That's cool. But, dude, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for your yeah, time. No, this has been really, really fun. And we're going to lock in another one for a year from now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, we're going to have some good stories. That's for sure. Oh, 100% it's, we are, man. And the thing is, um, the next 12 months, while I know there's going to be some times where there'll be a bit of fear or whatever, I'm just so confident. Like, I know I've got the tools now, and I can yeah. genuinely say that I back myself. I really do. And good I wouldn't be able to say that unless I, you know, had it done the work with you guys and the people around me. I'm glad that you came and worked with us, man, because we've really loved working with you. It's been It's been fun. Yeah, it's been good. It has. Hectic. We'll do we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for yeah, coming on, man. Awesome, I appreciate man. your time. Thanks, James. I appreciate it. Pleasure, bro. See you, bud. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the video. If you got something out of it and you want to learn more, click the link below or type in High Performance Conversations with James Can, and you'll be able to check out all the podcasts that we've done. We cover a stack of different topics, everything from getting your mojo back, overcoming anxiety, self-doubt, self-esteem, and learning from some of the industries and some of the world's top performers in both business and in health. Look forward to having you on there.